Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. We may not be able to get in on the hurling action like we're used to, but we can get in on some exclusive offers from Renault. To celebrate their third year as official car partner of the GAA, Renault is offering a range of special offers exclusive to all GAA club members. So now you can take home the win right to your door. Check out Renault.ie slash GAA to find out more. With Renault, official car partner of the GAA, taking the passion of a nation to a whole new gear. A, a, a grain, all right. A, a grain, all right. If you want to tip the scale. Just remember that, then. There's a small bit of a needle there. Now, come on, Mayo. You've got to get Andy Moran into the game. Our mission was to show that we're no longer the whipping bite of Munster. Thanks, thanks everybody for rejoining us. Um, we're going to look ahead now to the quarterfinals. We've had the draw. Um, we have the Rebels against the Dubs. Uh, repeat of the 13 painful semi-final. And uh, Mouthwater on game and another Mouthwater run with, with Tip and Waterford. And uh, it's just um, fantastic. I think the Hurland season just again keeps on giving. And the matches, we look back on them, the Clare match, Cork, Clare Cork, brilliant game. Um, looking at the first one, Earl, did you ever in your time, sir, and you were a long time management, and did you ever get a blow like Matty got? With Owen O'Donnell, first of all, maybe maybe he shouldn't have played Owen. No, that was a decision, but two minutes he was gone. But the COVID thing, sir, that was just, I mean, two of the starting lineup and then two subs that come on in every game, White Lane O'Rourke, gone well, that morning. I, I didn't really, but like we used to have a rule, you know, that time it was, it was knockout and we'd be playing the Munster against the winners. Okay, played all Ireland and B was, but I used to have a rule out with the lads. There was no holidays during the summer. You know what I mean? We'd, we'd, we'd be thinking, look, we're going to be there in September. Mightn't be, but that was, there was no holidays. They understood that. Once McInerney and uh, Finnerty were yeah, back from the States. Yeah, they were back. <laughs> but they do it back in early. He came to one evening after training and he says, uh, you know, he said, I, I, I'm going to get married. Sure, I said, that's no problem at all. When will be September or October? No, no, he said, that's the problem. Now, Mac would be easy going. The wife, yeah. you know, she'd be decided what to. It was in the mid-August, August, the, the, the about the weekend before the semi-final night. I said, McInerney, for God's sake, could you not get married? I said, look, could you know yourself? So that, that was a kind of a shock to the system. So what we did was, they were all going to the wedding. So we trained the morning of the wedding. All right? That was Saturday. in then it's so. All we did was be running. And we trained the following morning. Now, of course, Mac wasn't there. Jesus. He, didn't, he didn't take any moonlight. He, he, he waved to that to September. That was the only shock. No, I, I never really got you know, a bad break like that. Like, it was just tough. Like, to be fair to Matty Kinney. But talking about Matty Kinney, they will be dangerous next weekend. Mm. If O'Donnell is back, I'd rate him the best full back in the country. And, and mm. again, he's not getting credit for it because the team are kind of winning things. But to me, he's a great player, like very, very underrated. If he's back, I expect this match, like, as Mark says, to be very, very tight because knowing Matty Kinney, mm. he, will, he will know how to set up 
to stop the runners of Cork. It might look nice, but he'd stay in the game and he'd take his chances. At. That's the way he's going to play, like, like you know, because he'd have seen Cork, he'd have known that kind of how to, he'd, he'd know how to play against them if he's had to stop them. But to me, they will clog. <coughs> like they, told, they will make it very, very hard for, for room and try to stay in the game. And they're, they're fairly good at him because he has a lot of physical fellas as well. And it, like there's two Vincent Lads midfield from St. Vincent. They might, you might pick them up for the hurling, but by God, for their work rate and running, they will go all day. I, I expect that match to be a lot. Like Cork could be hot favourites, but to me, that match will be a lot tighter than people think. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, a total, it, it's a total banana skill. Uh, like Cork will get absolutely no credit. For if they happen to win the game, like because there's an expectation now that that's the easy draw. It's not the easy draw. And like we 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 would have already mentioned it going into the Leinster final that we gave Dublin a great chance against Kilkenny, but the COVID was a big problem for them. But on, on the night in question, the amount of chances that they missed during the game and the freeze that they missed, like they could have been way closer to Kilkenny in, in the Leinster final. So <laughs> if they have the COVID lads back and it's also if if, if O'Donnell is back at full back. If Dublin have a full team, like I don't think Cox 2, Cahillan uh, and Cadigan will be back and available. I'd say, I wouldn't expect so that they'd, they'd be available for the weekend. So I think Cox have what they have, but like, Dublin can certainly improve from the Leinster final. Um, and like the fact that Matty has massive experience with Kula as well previously, they won two All-Ireland clubs. He's, he'll be well drilled. And exactly what Sullivan says there in terms of stopping a running game and stuff like that. Like Dublin are very fit and they're very strong, which is exactly what you'll need if you want to try and stop runners and stop stop Cox running game. So it's uh, uh, the big thing for me is that Cox will be expected to win the game. They'll get no credit whatsoever, and you're just afraid that that you know you'd be on a war footing if you got Tipperary. That's what I would say you now straight away. But automatically, the minute now that the draw is Dublin. The players will be going around the place this week. Jesus, we should we, we'll be good enough to beat them. We get to the All Ireland semi final. Could be a good year. That kind of a rubbish talk will be going on all this week now. And unfortunately, when players are ex- exposed to that, it kind of seeps into their mantra. And you might have twelve fellas will be saying, "That's totally blocked out. I'm in my bubble now. It's a championship match. I need to bring a hundred percent to this game for my team to win." But you might get one or two or three fillers in the panel saying, Jesus, you know what? You're probably right. And he'll have the eye on the semi-final. Instead of the, the match now is against Dublin, and that's the next hurdle <laughs> that has to be jumped. And that's that's the big fear for me, Anthony. Like, Yeah, and a different challenge as well for some of them, TJ. You know, Ronan Hayes will be back, I take it. You know, yeah. I, I don't believe he was sick at all. Um, would been out for the last match. So he, he was having a great season and, and really caused... Galway problems previously, so a different challenge down in Channel. Although a big man, he's probably a bit more mobile in terms of moving to the corners. You would probably have Crummy and and, and Sutcliffe going out, teaming up with yeah. the two Vincent boys, and and Sutcliffe back to his best and Rush back to his best as well. So they, I think they'll bring. I think the key is O'Donnell though. <laughs> two for O'Donnell is missing. Then you're probably playing Keno Callahan. He'll be back uh, in full. Paddy Smith, you know, back in his corner, maybe Dara Gray back out in the wing. And and uh, it's it, it just as a whole dynamic changer, I think, for Dublin. Yeah, I think there's a bit of the cute Cork men coming out and Matt there. Doesn't, no matter what he says, Cork are one to four with the bookies already. Um, they're probably the Munster form, sir. If you were reading horses this evening or tomorrow evening, 
definitely reads a bit stronger than the Leinster form at the moment, and you can see why they will be sharp price favourites. I do agree with you, Dela. We'll nearly have to see the Dublin team before you can nearly make your kind of full mind up to say, like, O'Donnell is huge, but... Like Sutcliffe, Hayes, Crummy will bring something different to the Cork boys. It will be a physical challenge in the air. Um, I'd like to think the Cork pace uh, will trouble the dubs. Though. I, 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 I think they have an awful lot going for them up there. Like Shane Barrett and Connolly are getting better. They'll probably even see a little bit more game time. They got one two between them the weekend. Um, I think this is a great opportunity for Cork to get to the last four. Uh, it will be the one they wanted to avoid, to avoid tip at this stage, maybe possibly have a rattle them down the road. So for me, I think this is a great opportunity for Cork to get to the last four. I think Kingston will be delighted with it. I think he will have the focus with the players. There definitely will be, like if any team isn't to do a break, you'd say Matty Kinney is Jewish, right? That's what happened the last day. Maybe Owen O'Donnell will be back. If he had his full crew, yeah, they can cause him plenty of trouble. But for me at this stage, I can't see anything other than a Cork win. My tipping hasn't been great though. Yeah, but, yeah. but that's, it's, going to be very, it's going to be very interesting because, like, Cork will be hot favourites and they have the running game and they have the pace. But the Dublin hurlers, I can't even tell you, they're used to playing both codes. To stop Cork, you even have to stay <clears> kind of the torment heckle will come into it. Dublin will be willing to do that, even from, kind of from, from their club thing. They'll be more into stopping the torment heckle. A lot of the hurling counties will be more like straight up, like, if you get caught for pace or caught, they will be that little bit different. And they'll bring the physicality to it, like you know, they're, they're, they're nearly back to what in dearest, and they're back to they'll see this as a great chance because they know Cork will be favourites, but they know that Cork will be nice and play lovely hurling. They'll get in real hard, they'll make it as physical as they can, they'll crowd that middle third, and they'll try to stop, you know, like football, to stop the, the tor- <coughs> kind of like a torment tackle. And what's this supposed to happen? The refs in Hurland mm. don't be watching it that much, they're, they're kind of following the ball all time. I expect Matty to be very well set up now. Cork, if Cork lose. It, like it'll put them back a ton because after after be after having a great championship, if they lose that, like because they're going to be expected to win it, they're going to be expected at least to be in the semi final. It'll take a, to take a trouble out of them. They will be hot favourites, but I I I'd, I'd be expecting yeah. a real banger of it. And, and like and like so, you know now with my betting proposition, like they're no four to one on shot, like they're a lay all day long at four to one on, like because like the <laughs> lack of consistency we'll of the last. That's the boss man will give it to us. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. TJ is the real expert in that stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, Matt, like I know Cork, there's never a break for Cork, really, Mark. Is there? Like, we, you know, we spoke about uh, the great win and the way they dug it out against Clare as well. And yeah. geez, they're under as much pressure again for this weekend, like, but, aren't they straight away? But so I suppose that's Anthony. I suppose that's that's the thing about but, being yeah. from Cork or being involved with Cork. Like, you know, that's just. We're crying out for success and we're craving it and we want to be up there with the Kilkenny's and the tips and the limericks. That's the that's unfortunately the county that we come from and the expectation that's there and, and anybody that's involved in the management will know exactly that that's nothing less than an all Ireland is going to satisfy the Cox supporters. Yeah. And um as I said, you're they're not gonna get any credit whatsoever if they beat Dublin and Pretty kind of shot. Asher, come here if you can't be at Dublin. That that'll be the attitude, like. And unfortunately, <laughs> that 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 is not the way it pans out, like, because it, it's fifteen against fifteen, and Dublin are very, very strong, very fit. I've never seen Dublin actually, Anthony. Probably only go back to yours and that they are as actually fit and as quick as I've seen in a long time now. And I, this is a massive potential banana skin. Where there's nowhere. We're a one to four shot. Like that's that's a four four to one on shot. Like no way. 
Like it, in, it'll it'll in, be a lot closer than that. Like in fairness to Matty and his his strength and conditioning team, like the, the older guys, the Alan Nolans, the Rushies, the Sutliffs, the Crummies, um who else has been around a good while? Keno Callahan. Um, they're in the shape of their lives, lads. Like I, 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 I thought, <coughs> to be honest now, I thought they had a good chance of beating Kilkenny. And I agree with you, TJ. The Munster farm line is better. I do think that. I think the, the better conference is the Munster conference now with Clue Galway and obviously Antrim were in there as well this year. But I thought now, when, you know, 9 all, and I said, God, I thought like at the start when Kilkenny went 4 0 up. I said, oh, they're, they're, they're devastated with this news this morning, and now they're after watching Owen O'Donnell going off. And I said, oh, they're going to, they're going to die a death here. And like, they didn't. And, and okay, Kikini did have a comfortable enough scoreline win. But I, I think they. I, I, I'm not going to. This sounds terrible, though, of a cockman cock listening to this now. And I probably have a few of the fellas who'll be cutting me down on Twitter and be on again about what do you know about it, Joe from Clare, away from Cock. I think Dublin. Are more like a seven to four shot at this stage. A seven to four, four to seven would be my read on on, on it because I think with Dublin with everyone, I, I I do think O'Donnell is crucial, but I think Dublin with everyone with Ronan Hayes up full forward with a full bench to pick from can cause big problems uh, for this Cork team. And I I think you know Mark was saying that the two boys won't be back. And no, they won't we'll, be back. We'll, no, no. There must be then. There must be also a question about Harnady and and with with the semi final going ahead again the following week. They wouldn't take a chance, would they? And say not at all. He needs. Uh, see, but but come here. To see them not... even to even pose that question, right, would lead you to believe <laughs> that the general public will say, "For fuck's sake, would you leave Harnady off? Give him a break. We'll save him for the semi final." That's exactly the point I'm making there. This is psychological warfare this week. It's psychological. Throw away the holidays, right? Throw away the holidays. Get down to the beach. Do a bit of stretch. It's all in here now, right? Their holding is not going to improve any jack this week, right? Maybe a bit of game plan. It's all about attitude this weekend. It's all about, lads, 70 minutes. We'll get to an All-Ireland semi-final. We actually don't know who we're going to play because it can still pan out, lads. If Tipperary beat, if Tipperary end up beating um, Waterford, oh, they will be avoiding Limerick. So <laughs> yeah. that's it, it, you know we, we kind of know what's going to happen. So look, um, to me, I just saying that Matthew, in was, terms of in terms of the only mistake I thought Matty made the whole year was starting on O'Donnell, like he didn't gamble that. No, they know they had another match in the quarterfinal. Now you don't know, like if you yeah. lose. You know he might have another match, but would it be worth like you were after telling us earlier in the week how the links uh Seamus went to, to get himself out there yeah. for 70 minutes? Yeah. Like, and, like yeah. I mean that, that 70 minutes will be hard on the body. Would it be worth really? gambling? And then you'd have a fully I'm not saying I'm not saying you can't you can't gamble and you get caught by the bollocks, like do you know what I mean? No, um but and beaten by Dublin. But, but is it worth taking that gamble when you have Barrett now, when you've Connolly, when you've these fellas? That if you had a fully right hand that you didn't for a semi-final? No. Absolutely no chance could you take a gamble on not playing Hernandy because he's so crucial to the first 15 in Cork, right? And particularly to that forward line. Like, if anything, he'll be the first man targeted in that Cork team from a physicality point of view. Um, for quick enough. Uh, abs- oh, absolutely. Early on, and I, I would expect nothing, nothing more from him. 
And again, Shane Barrett and Connolly are only 19 years of age, lads. They could be thrown around like the Dub Dublin lads are very physical now and very strong. So I, I don't see either two of them starting. Barrett will will be the first fella in, if anything. Um, now, I, I suppose possibly Cadigan probably won't start, I, I would expect. So there's a good chance that, um, that Shane Barrett will start. Question, Robbie Flynn, I suppose his performance was up and down over the weekend. There's more in him, certainly, from what he, what he produced. Could Conor Cahillan come into the starting 15? That's a possibility. He'll bring physicality. He'll bring an awful lot of work rate. Um, Bill Cooper, first time we saw him, went off with a tie, with a sorry, with a calf strain. He's unlike. I mean, he would be a definite fella that would be in the mix to start against Dublin. I would suspect, like he'd be a fella that needs game time. But I think he got injured again, and he was only on the on the field for a minute the last day. So, look, it's all about psychological this weekend. It is about getting the lads. You know, forgetting about the Clare victory, you know, and it was fantastic. But lads, this thing's moved on now. You can't be living there. Can't be living there from last week now. We've got to concentrate on, on, on Dublin this weekend. And you've got to bring your best foot forward. And it'll be... And like, again, Anthony, I, I don't know is there any advantage or disadvantage to a team having played a match pre, the weekend previously because Waterford won last weekend, having played a game. Clare lost, having played a game. So there's no advantage or disadvantage. Dale, you make good points. Cocker one to four. They'll win the weekend. I think they can win without Jamie Harnady. They'll need him for the following week. Just move on. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So, so, no, no. so we're, no, no. we're going to give the yeah. nod to Cork, are we? I really think uh, Matty Kinney, knowing him well, and you do daily as well, like, he'll be saying to the, to the Dubliners, this is a chance of a lifetime. Oh, absolutely. We're meeting great horrors, lovely players. They're going to be us on favours. We get in there and rock them hard within the rules. Rock them hard. Go at them all day. We're as fit as they are. Like, it's set up for a Dublin ambush. But Cork will know that. Like, if Cork get their game going, then, and they will be expected to win well. And as, as Mark says, if they win, well, most Cork will say, if they're not to beat Dublin, they shouldn't be there. But that, them days are gone with Dublin. This Dublin team is, is, kind of, is resilient and fairly. I think that the COVID thing, which is tough on them, it should make them a bit bit harder for the next day. It'll be harder to beat. But like it's 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 tough on Cork in the sense if they win they're not going to get much credit. But it, but the point is the, the the reward is the same. It's one step away from the semi final and that's a big thing for both teams. Especially for Cork. Because again as Mark said like they have to win the All Ireland. If they get to a semi final and win it, lovely. And if you get to a final and they don't win it, it'll still it still won't count like it's it won't it won't do for the top counties. They're all about winning. Yeah. And Mark will you win it? Um, I, I, the consistency is the big thing, Anthony. Putting back-to-back -back championship performance together now is the big thing. If they'll come out and they'll perform, um, they have every chance of winning it. I would say, um, like they, 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 they need they need to bring the consistency of performance. Um, that's what all the top teams have at the end of the day. You see the Kerry footballers over the weekend. They were badly beaten up in the first quarter. They got their stuff together and then they went away and they won in a hack. And that's what the good, the very good teams know. They're not relying on chance or, Asher, if we play well, we'll win, this kind of stuff. They know if they go through the process, go through their routine, we are the better team. It's just a case of getting it together. And if Cork can get it together, they'll certainly, they'll certainly take a lot of beating. 
Okay, TJ, I know the way you're going. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say a tenner on a draw, and this is worth is worth the bet and, and maybe cork to advance an extra time. I think I think there's a big game in Dublin again. Big game against Galway. We're wondering about that form now after the Galway performance, I suppose, yeah. against Waterford. So that kind of has my head fuzzled a bit. But I, I do think the dubs are going to come out and play really well in this and fresh and you know, um, as you said, a bit of a can be a bit of a hangover from a win, the same as a defeat. So, yeah, I, I, I just find this a bit harder to call than TJ's very straightforward and, and, and Cork will come through here. So, let's look at the other one, sir. I'm going to take you back a good while now. My first my first day as manager in the championship match was against Waterford way back in 04. And we're beating 18 or 19 points. And I remember, I think I rang you the following day, Davis dated like, and I was saying, would I, would I give him, that time probably you had four or five weeks to the first round of the qualifiers, you know, um, and into a group then as well, which had a good chance of coming out of. And I remember kind of saying to you, would I give him a few weeks, maybe a week off, just to try and see would they, you know, come out of, realise how bad it was and come back refreshed. And you said, no, get him to Cusick Park Tuesday night and get him back on the horse. And I did. And it was the best thing we ever done. And we went on a great whole run. Came out of our group and and rattled Kenny in the quarterfinal and they beat us in, in in a replay with the tip lads. They wouldn't have the luxury four or five weeks, sir. But you know we've we've even spoken about spoken about it. They were eleven ahead at one stage, only for the late goal by Marco. Um, they'd have, they'd have been a, nearly an eighteen or nineteen point swing for Limerick. Now we know how good Limerick are, but what, what will they be able to pick it up, sir? Yeah, they probably will because if you were over them, like say, I'm not, I don't know what team does, but like, if you were over them and they blew that lead, you're going to say, okay, lads, look at the chance we're getting to redeem ourselves. If that was an ordinary championship, you have to could be dropped for the ne- by the next year from around. They're a good while around. They wouldn't get a chance to redeem themselves, not in this year. And every Tipperary sport to be shooting them because they're the standards are high as well. Now they're getting a chance, as they say, to re- they will think to redeem themselves. So what Blee will be doing is he look at the first half, take all the good things out. They really played good hurling, they're great race, lovely hands, made scores look easy, floating, poetry in motion. Now, for whatever reason, like an old Limerick came up, say pushed up and kind of physical and got top second half. But just supposing Tip got two or three points even from freeze at the start in the in the second the first part of the second half. I don't think Limerick could come back. You know what I mean? It'd be very, very hard to come back. I think he'll build in the positives and just say, if we get into that position again, even with a few points up, we won't be beaten. No, a good shell shocked them all together. But like, mm. that's the management's like that's the management's uh, job to, to to work on that, like to work on their heads and you know, like you know small little things. I, I often wonder, you know, I, I there's a guy there called Paddy Cadell. Like, mm. I, I wouldn't know him if he walked into the room here. I'd know him tugged out. Jeez, to me, like he'd suit that tips it up because he's a bit of a dog. He's a good hurler, worth the pine to him. Mind you, Malone now, that's strong from, from Clare. To put trust in him, he could flourish into his He's a tired type of hurler, old style, mm. but he could suit the likes of, you know, the Noam McGrath and these as uh, Bubbles the Wire, you know, four. They're lovely hurlers, but when the thing really gets down to a, a dog fight, they mightn't be the best. To, you need you need these kind of aggressive guys. And Michael Breen can blow a hot or cold. Cadell to me now is a lot more balanced than than that. Like I I'd expect him to be on the next step because like he bring that mm. kind of physicality and kind of constant kind of flow to the whole time. Tip play lovely stuff, but like okay, it's like he has he has the, the you know a week or so to get lads ready. But they'll they'll take the positives. They played very well. Like whenever I say Limerick were unbeatable. 
on the second 35 minutes they're unbeatable. But if I was over to him and say, okay, what about the first 35 minutes? They looked ordinary. Like they were, they were, they were, they were they're, you know, they were made look, well, they're not as good as they looked. Now the second 35 minutes, they're still the team to beat. So Tip will still, even though the supports that they had will still take a lot over because they did get that big score, they'll have to do the same again and maybe get the likes of Shamie Cannon back into sound. I was expecting the last day, and I know he's gone off forward, right? I thought the last day when things were going on in the second half, the likes of John McGrath, come on. You see, mm. he might be off form, but you don't lose, you don't lose your, 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 the skill you have. And he'd be still capable of slipping a score or two if he got, you know, got onto the ball. You know, I suppose you're going so well and kind of shell shocked that, that Limerick came back into it. They're still in a strong position, but the one thing they'll have to do the next day is they're going to have to figure out how to stop the Waterford running game because Waterford will do the same thing. Now, Waterford did that to him in the league. They ran through them below and it was in Farrowfield. It was like, you know, ran through them. They'll try the same thing again. So if you're going to stop that, you have to kind of stop it at base. But they'll know, they'll know that and know better than than Tip to kind of, you know, work out how to, you know, maybe get in and just stop it at base. Like, it'll be a different game to the Galway game though, between Galway and Waterford. Yeah, it will. And Mark, would you say the likes of Pel- I think Paddy Giddell is an obvious one. It's Earl is right. I, th- I think I think Mark I think go back to John McGrath, throw him in on the edge of the square. Not so sure the 17, Shamey. It's a bit like we spoke about Joe. Maybe Shamey coming off the bench there would really give things a lift if this tight. I think he needs to shake up that that first 15 a little bit. I know you can't throw the baby out with the bathwater either. Like no, no, you have, no. You, you have you can you know you have to be careful with your changes too. Yeah, and, and, and you know you know the loyalty that Liam has shown to these players, and we've we've often discussed yeah. it. Um, and there's no doubt that Paddy Cadell is worth his place in that first fifteen, and you, you you sometimes you have to find the base for some of these players. But John McGrath is it's an amazing thing that he's gone so far down the pecking order of those players. Um, like Jesus, John McGrath was a feared forward three or four years ago. So I think Sullivan is right. Like you don't lose that ability, you don't lose that skill, and you know, it's always there bubbling away underneath. But you'd have to say, lads, like Cody, most of these decisions are made in the training field on the Tuesday and Thursday night. And if fellas are going that poorly, they're just saying they can't justify starting the fella or bringing him on. Or, you know, Mark Kyoh must be going well in training. There must be something there that says, look, he's he's way ahead of him. Um, but, like, going back to the overall thing, I don't think Liam will change a whole pile from his first yeah. 15, Anthony. He'll probably say to himself, okay, we were brilliant for 35 minutes. Something happened in the dressing room. Okay, Limerick came out, revitalised. Did we miss something, lads? Did we miss a trick? We actually did get a break. Like, and, and most of this damage was done now in the third quarter, not the whole second half. It was done in the third quarter. So, Pip got a break for two or three minutes to correct themselves again and weren't able to correct themselves. So, I think that's the challenge that Liam will be looking for. How do we produce this now for four quarters? Like, do we do we do something different in the first quarter or maybe preserve a bit more energy? But I think Sell is 100% right. Waterford have now brought a new challenge. We saw the real Waterford that we saw last year. We saw them turn up against Galway, which was the running game. And that will be the biggest challenge that Liam will have. He'll be saying, OK, we know what we have. We're a hurling team. We're a stick team. We'll, we'll play the ball around. And yeah. if we get it to any one of our forwards, they'll score from any position. But the question is then, lads, when, when, we, when we're not in possession, how do we counteract or how do we stop Waterford? And the biggest question is, like, Dan McCormack and Breen will be two of the battering rams they'll be using to stop 
But will Noel McGrath stop, fellas? Will Alan Flynn stop, fellas, coming through the centre? That's the big question. And you might have, you might, he might be looking at one or two fellas there that, that may be not as flashy from a Holland point of view, but will have a higher work rate, a higher energy. And like if a Conor Cahillan would be seen in that role, he'll do a, an amount of work for you. So that's the biggest issue I think Liam will have going into this weekend. TJ, there's bound to be... Sorry, sorry. The McGrath, the county final last year, get caught in the last stroke of the game. You know what I mean? Both of them. The football as well. Even, yeah, especially, yeah, when the whole, like, I felt after the game that that could affect these guys down the road. Not, not that, you know, they'd get over, but, you know, when, you're, when you get a sucker punch like that, they play their hearts out and seem to have the game won. And kind of done. <coughs> going ahead, especially with John McGrath, I said, you know, no one is kind of hanging in. Did that, did that county final defeat affect these guys? Because I think, for the club, they give their heart and soul and, and both county finals. You know what I mean? Yeah, they have and we, we all saw them down their knees that after those both finals, the football and hurling final, yeah. devastated and, and drained. Um, and we kind of maybe thought that would affect them last year, but it could be a hangover of it there too. Like, but no better players to bounce back. Um, TJ, there'll be a lot of talk about the two Liams, yeah, maybe the <laughs> current temporary manager, and I suppose <clears throat> with, with you, with you processes maybe coming into play out, out the future one. At some stage, um, will that would she be good at that? Now it'll be a bit of a tester for Liam Cahill, won't it? Absolutely. Um, contrasting styles, as Cyril said, they're contrasting psyche at the moment. Watford buzzing this week after a great win. Tip trying to pick it up, but in fairness to Sheedy, he's done this before, so he's been down this road and he has done it successfully. I don't think you're going to see a whole pile of change. The reality is, a Cyril touched on there, right? If Aaron Gillan had been sent off, right, or let's say a tip had scored one or two scores at the start of the second half, right, they would have probably beat Limerick maybe by five or six points. They'd be favourites with all Ireland now, right? So they don't have a whole lot to find. And I watched the game back in the first half. And even speaking about Noel McGrath, right, in the first half, right, I would say Noel McGrath had as many possessions as anybody. There were an awful lot of ball went through in, in, in the first half of the game. So these are all very good players. They do have options. I thought we might have seen Robert Byrne. I thought we might even have seen Owen Connolly. He was impressive there underage, centre-back for the team. Like, Willie Connors has been coming on. Paul Finn has come on. Brian McGrath. Like, he does have a lot of options. And you have to say, with all those guys, Emil O'Shea, Tommy Dunn, Owen Kelly, Darry Egan, all very smart men, right? You have to say that they're picking the best team. I don't think this is a loyalty pick. I think that there's a pressure on here. They'll want to be in the semi-final. They'll want to make up for the last... Uh, um, the bookies are making tips slight favourites but this is a very very tight call on, on, on this one uh, the running game versus the way tip play whoever influences that piece will be significant in the results mm. so yeah. yeah I know if they, whatever team gets their game going yeah 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 I just think lads I, I just I was very impressed with Watford you, you could allow for the fade out nearly the Galway probably said, geez, the last water break, the Galway lads probably said, geez, lads, are we going to make any shape at all here? And they did. And then the extra man was another factor in that. And yeah. I thought the likes of Joe Kenning stepped up in one of a couple of high balls and, 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 and laid him off and putting Carl Mannion inside caused him a few problems. But I was impressed with him overall. I'm impressed with the way they've been able to make changes, as I said. Um, Fagan back to form. Jack Prindergast, I thought, left the clear game behind him. The Bennett's all three minutes and no the big the biggest test will be because the cat will be out of the bag with Shane at centre back. What 
will 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 uh, Sheedy come up with something now to test Shane as a defender? We all know how good a hurler he is. Like, and could you see him maybe left half and Kieran centre back? He'd be the more traditional defender, sir, wouldn't he? He would have played full back for LIT. Yeah, in college now, like you put Kieran full centre wing. I was saying to Pat, the father, I said, "Listen, you, you have great hurlers. I help you hurl a man." But I said, "The lad that's just." The lad is the hardest to do the job for most. He's getting no credit at all because Kieran Dattin was kind of unheard of and you could play him anywhere. It was very funny one day they were playing LIT was playing UL. And of course, Fitz had been over LIT, he put Kieran on Stephen. And Jesus Christ. Jesus, that, wasn't the, that wasn't the day that caused all the tour, sir, was it? It was World War Two because Kieran said nothing. Like, just got him tight and Stephen was hustling and bustling. And Jesus, boy, did I have it hot and heavy. But not a word spoken. I was said, I would out of war. I said, which do we like you to do your first lesson? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, great Horland mean, like, Horland family, Horland mean. <coughs> Like from Bally Sagar, yeah, small yeah, yeah. club. Bally Sagar, small club. Some Shane story, yeah. See, they, they, he's used to play centre back of the club. The club to play centre back, centre field, centre forward. That's, that's the way they play. Mm. With the rest yeah. scattered. As you traditionally you know. would do. Yeah. yeah. I just think, yeah. lads, my, this is my, my gut on it. I think, you know, Watford now, Kevin Moran's left sitting down the last day, like, and they didn't, they didn't, you know, and I still think, think Tipper, Aline, and Noel, and Shane, and Brendan, they messed up. And I, Clear to clarify this every time I talk about him, and I'm, I would have mentioned it on the other show about the Galway lad. Jesus, the admiration I have for those philosophic players of decades, you know, players of a generation. But be able to leave Kevin sitting down and saying, No, we need legs here, we need action. No, Kevin is fast still, but we need freshness, it's warm weather. We need, I think, this will over 75 or six or seven minutes. I think this will go Watford's way at the end of the day. If they don't ship goals, which is with this tip team, they'll go for goal. Like, and, and if, if if John McGrath came in, and as we know, he's great goal getter, could 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 nip in and, and get a couple of goals, then it could swing the other way. But I just think Watford, with the momentum up now, with Cahill driven and Cahill driven for this one now against his own crowd, which you, you'll be torn about. But for that shag in 70 minutes, you'll put it, you'll park it. You know, and um, mm. Watford mm. might have enough back from. Well, they should. Yeah, be well, I suppose. You know, mm. they should be hungrier for a start. And people forgetting Watford into All Ireland last year. That's kind of forgotten all year. They were there last and most of You know, it, it works like it. Tried to work is missing, but to be fair, that they've covered all for him. You know, they're they're doing well without him, considering the player he is. Yeah. Like, like they have been a bit unfortunate because, and, and O'Keefe has gone as well. Philip Manny, Padraig Manny, you know, fellas that have been great servants to Waterford down through the years. And then to lose Erla Daly, I don't know, now is he going to be back for the weekend? Like, Conor Gleeson, will they, will they go and try and get the red rescinded? Like, oh, I, think, I, I, think I, I have a slight... Can, yeah. I think that, might ha- that would have a bearing on it now because I, I, think, I think they might struggle, Anthony... In their backs, if like without Daly, without the Burka, without Conor Gleeson, there are three defenders that probably would be in your starting fifteen. Um, like I, 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 I know they have momentum, right? But Tip, like Tip, don't need as many games. Okay, so they'll probably if they look at at the glass being half full after the Munster final, they'll say, listen. We were able to go toe to toe, and we put Manners and Limerick in the first thirty-five minutes. Okay, we took the foot off the pedal, 
but we're as good as anybody if we can produce it over 70 minutes. Um, and I, we've remarked already that the likes of the Bubbles is in great physical shape. The one difference that Noel McGrath, like in the league, Noel McGrath played centre forward and had a bigger influence in the games at centre forward. I would prefer to see him going into the forward line rather than playing him in the middle of the field. I think mm. I think he'd pick up three or four points from centre forward, handy enough. Um, or even I, a I Roman a corner forward. Yeah, do you know, I, I like just yeah, he'd be a mm. threat. Like he's a threat wherever he mm. plays. Um, and let some other fellas doing the running, like you know. Um, I don't think he has. That's not in his locker anymore to be doing the work rate. That's probably required. And if you were Liam, Liam Sheedy, you wouldn't be saying, Jesus, we're coming up against a very physical fit team here. I wouldn't be dropping him, but I wouldn't be asking him to be doing donkey work that maybe I might ask Michael Breen or Dan McCormick to do. And they'd be able, and, and they like doing that work. And that's not being disparaging to them. That's the strength of their game, is their physical presence. So if I had to call it, Dale, you were having a tenor on, Gal- or on Dublin and Cork. If I was having a tenor on a draw, it would be this game. But I will have a slight fancy that I think Tip might scrape over the line. Okay, TJ, what do you think? We're probably just going with the bookies all week this week, are you with Galway on? Like, um, no, but I think the bookies have destroyed as well. I think I think Tip, uh, I think Tip will win. I think Tip will get goals. Um, I think that Sheedy will definitely be just wanting to kind of nail his colours to the mast and get one over Liam Cahill. He might be handing the reins over to him maybe at the end of the season. So I think he'll want to just kind of leave, leave his mark and say, there, there you go. And uh, I think he'll get another twist out of him. Tight game can definitely go either way. And again, as Cyril said there, just big prizes at stake now for the winners here at the weekend. It's a semi-final spot. Uh, just one step from the final. So yeah, for me, tip and cork. With Renault, passion for what drives you. Official car partner of the GAA. A, a, a grain of rice. A, a, a grain of rice. It's going to tip the scale. Just remember that. There's a small bit of a needle there. Now, come on, Mayo. You've got to get Andy Murad into the game. Our mission was to show that we're no longer the whipping boys of Munster. 